Lord, forgive us of our sins, known and unknown. Lord, forgive us of the evil in our minds and the evil in our hearts. Forgive your people for their ways. Forgive your people for a heart and heart. Forgive your people for having pride, gluttony, greed, and selfishness. Lord, I, in the name of Jesus, forgive your people for, for, for all fornication, adultery. Lord, forgive your people for embezzlement, whether it's church, whether it's corporation, whether it's the media they embezzle from. Lord, forgive your people for lying, stealing, cheating, and covetousness, covetousness. Lord, forgive your people for a hearty look and a proud and a proud tongue. Father God, in the name of Jesus, forgive your people, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for that individual who's on a bed, who's on a sick bed, and Lord, they have a decision to make to give their life over to you or turn over to death. But, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that they give their life to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I pray for that individual who's who's out there uh, giving a body away, selling a body. And, Father God, I pray that you deliver them from childhood molestation, whether it's from male or female. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that prostitute, that, that, that high-called girl. They want to get out, but they don't know how to get out. And, Lord, every time they come to a preacher, the preacher is trying to uh, bait them to get in bed. But, Father God, in the name of Jesus, send those, whether it's male or female, who's caught up in prostitution to your, 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 your leaders who will not take advantage of them, who will not bait them in for, for more wrong. But, Father God, send them to the right people that will help them to get delivered and set free. Lord, I pray for that wealthy person who who knew God, but even in his, he or she wealth, they lost their way. But in the name of Jesus, Lord, send them to that pastor. They will not, or that leader, they will not take advantage of them and say, well, you got money, church need this. But they don't have no... no uh, they don't. They will not help them. But Lord, send to the person who is not all about money to get them set free and delivered. That Lord, the wealthy people got some of them got themselves caught up in many places, in any, in many sacrifices, in many vows. And Lord, they want to be set free. But Lord, send them to your right leader. Lord, send the the 
send a sinners to your right people that will not take advantage or misuse your people. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just say thank you. Father God, send that person who is racist, who want to get delivered from racism and hatred, bigotry. Lord, send them to the right person that they can be set free and delivered in the name of Jesus. Lord, send them not to a pastor, a leader, but who have those same issues, but send them somewhere that they can become delivered in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for that person who, who's caught up in homosexuality, whether it's male or female, that, Father God, in the name of Jesus, you send them to the right church. You send them to the right place of deliverance, Father, that they will not be taken advantage of. Lord, I pray for that person who, who have robbed, steal, or killed someone, and, Father God, send to the person that they can trust, that can lead them to do the right things in the name of Jesus. Lord, don't send no one that will only say, oh, you giving this kind of money, I can hide you. But with a person that do right for them in the name of Jesus, will tell them, you know, you need to do right in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, I pray for that individual who has a, a tender heart, but at the same time, they have given out of themselves. And they're looking for a church home that they will not be used. But in the name of Jesus, Lord, send them to the right one, that they can be free to worship you and free to give. That, Lord, you say you love a cheerful giver in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I just say thank you. Send them to the right city. Send them to the right state. Send them to the right country in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, I pray for that single mother who who's not getting no type of income. She's not getting food stamps. She's not getting child support. She's not getting Medicaid or any kind of ten of checks or any type of aid. But, Lord, I pray that you give her wisdom how to stretch a dollar. And, Lord, I pray for increase in her life in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I pray for favor for that single mother. Lord, I pray for single fathers. There's many single fathers who don't complain. But, Lord, they need help. They need guidance in the mighty name of Jesus. They need they, Lord, they need support because, Lord, there's many support groups for single mothers, but there's very few for single men. But, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that you comfort every single father in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for everyone who who's uh, who is about Christmas. That Lord, I pray, Father, that they will not be tormented, that they, they will not be troubled in their spirit for not getting the gifts that they normally get. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for their souls. That Lord, I pray that they they don't have it. That Lord, give them peace. In the name of Jesus, that Lord, they say, oh. You know, your aunt or your uncle always come through every year. But this year they can't come through. But in the name, give them comfort. And, Lord, if any family member, any friend that that come against them and they were hoping for this or hoping for that, Lord, I pray that they be rational in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I just say thank you. I praise you, Father. And, Father God, I pray that that everyone would get peace about Christmas. You know, it's all about the the uh, 
the birth of Jesus. They said the new uh, month of Advent. And, Lord, there is purpose in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we just say thank you. And, Lord, we praise you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we praise you. We, we worship you. We, we adore you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just say thank you. And, Father God, I pray for miracles this month. I pray for new homes, new apartments. I pray for new vehicles for your people, new business adventures, new loans, grants to be approved. And, Lord, I pray for newness for your people in the name of Jesus. I pray for those that, that desire to get married. And, Lord, you put them with a mate. But, Lord, I pray that they'll let you choose their mate in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for those who are going through separation of divorce. Lord, I pray you comfort them in that hour. Because, Lord, it is a hard thing for those who want to separate or divorce, want to divorce or been divorced, or comfort their hearts. In the name of Jesus, we mind and rebuke the lives of the enemy. The Lord, is always something that each one can do more or do differently. But we can only do what we can do or we know what to do. And, Father God, I pray for those. I pray for those who lost loved ones this year or lost loved ones around the holiday seasons. The Lord, I pray your comfort and spirit in the name of Jesus. And I pray for those who who been is out of work that are I pray for those who are seeking for work. The Lord, you have blessed them with work in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for rest. I pray you bless your people go on true vacations in the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we love you. Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we love you. Lord, you're so awesome. And Lord, we worship you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that everyone will be activated to pray and to intercede in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray for that Lord, they will not give up on praying. They will not give up on interceding. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we love you. And Lord, we thank you. Lord, you are awesome. Lord, I pray that, Lord, this season, that we will not be talking with the ideals of this world. And Lord, I pray that this season we, we will not honor religious doctrines, but we'll honor your ways. Lord, I pray this season of change, that we don't walk in a religion anymore. But Lord, we walk in change in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for newness. Lord, we are new in you in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, teach us to stay humble. Teach us to stay right. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. And Lord, as I give your word, I pray 
for your guidance and strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. Lord, you're so awesome. Lord, we just say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hear my soul. Today, I'm coming out of Matthew chapter 3. I'm coming out of Matthew's chapter 3. Amen. I just thank God for everybody who came on the line. Those on the phone lines, I praise God for you. Amen. We'll start off in verse 1. So in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, the powdered way of the Lord makes his path straight. Now John himself was clothed in camel hair with a leather belt around his waist, and food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem, our Judea, and all the regions around the Jordan went out to him, and they was baptized by him in Jordan, confessing their sins. Spirit of the Lord want me to tell everybody, repent, because the Lord is at hand. I was watching the news about the wildfires in California. And, and you know, recently, the last two, three months, the Hurricane Harvey that uh, struck Houston and the surrounding areas. And then you got the different snowstorms, and you have heat waves, and you have blackouts. You have um, so much going on. You got... Uh, the, the division of the U.K. and the Great Britain, and you have now you look at there's a, uh, you know, uh, Queen Elizabeth, you know, um, you know they selecting a new queen. Uh, she's 91 years old, and it's a, you know, it's a chaos over there. And you, you, have, you see all the different seasons. And I was shocked, um, I think it was Prince Harry, you know, he engaged to uh, Megan Markell, and I did some research, and she, her mother's black, and her father's white. And, and I said, man, that, that, that is so awesome that you got a, a person that has a black enemy that's going into the royal family. Amen. I'm starting to see change. You know, and you know, people all focus on Donald Trump and. And, uh, you know, trying to say, you know, they, uh, that Israel, uh, Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, you know, it's so much. But see, how man can give something that God already said. Amen. You watch what he's saying, you watch this and you watch that. You know, many of you all are going through some things in your personal life. Uh, morals, people's morals have become decreased. And I want people with good morals are getting caught up. You know, the people, some people with good morals are the ones that are getting caught up in red tape. But the Lord say, repent. When you see all these things going around, it's to repent. Mm-hmm. See, um, you, you can deal with a, 
a troubled job or a troubled marriage or troubled children and trouble in your health. But are you repenting? See, we 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 are always thinking that you only repent when it affects you. You only repent when it affects you. But you need to repent for things that around you that also affect, but not a direct effect. You need to repent even the more. You know, I've seen a lady who killed all her children. And, and and you got now these new religions say this and that, and they're having all type of orgies. And all these cults, there's a rise. But when all these things come, it's time to what? Repent. Yeah. Some of y'all don't want it. See, some of y'all treat, if you see the Bible, I'm reminded when John the Baptist, he wore, he wore cloth and camel hair. Camel hair wasn't a something to that it wasn't a luxury thing. You know, camel hair was nothing like the silk and the the fine linens that that our kings wear. The people royalty will wear. And if um in today's society we would look at it. We would hear out a preacher who dressed in a Versace suit or a Armani, a Giorgio Armani suit. We listen to a preacher who who wears Saint uh, Saint John's Bay clothing. Or uh, we'll 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 look at preachers that uh, wear tailor-made suits or the one man or one, the woman of God who 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 get her clothing out of a tailor shop or a boutique. We'll quickly pay attention to them, and, and they say, "Thus say the Lord." We will pay attention to them because of what they wear. Mm. But see, I'm reminded John the Baptist ain't wore all those things, and camel hair wasn't something. Camel hair today is like someone today is wearing a crocus sack. Uh, if you think about it, if, you, if many of y'all remember crocus sack. You know, they used to put potatoes in cocoa sacks and different vegetables and fruits in cocoa sacks. So just imagine somebody preaching to you in some cocoa sack pants and and wearing uh, a leather belt. But he was eating locusts and wild honey. He was eating wild stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but would you listen to him? Me and you, some of y'all would you say, oh, he's crazy. But see, God will use anybody to say, yeah. you know, you need to repent. Amen. You need to repent. And I want to tell all the leaders, tell your church to repent. You know, me, myself, I have to repent sometimes. Yes, Lord. Sometimes all the time. Amen. You get, see, you get another, see, I don't understand when people say, Oh, I don't have to repent no more. Yes, See, when you get if you get in different dimensions in God, you really find out that you're not all of that. That's right, Amen. Even though I can prophesy accurately, things can come to pass. I can see things, but when God takes me to another dimension, it makes me look at myself and say, "Larry, you still got a lot of work on you." See, I just found out something. You know, on yesterday, I say, Lord, I'm not all of that. 
and I had to look at myself, and I had to pay attention to myself and say, I'm not all of that. You know, and, and, and I can't talk about other preachers and leaders, but when you get a place in God, it it shouldn't be more of you. You know, people say, you know, people say more of God, less of you. Yes, that's true. But I'm at a place, I say, Lord, I don't even got it together. I thought I had it together. Lord, I thought I had a plan. But, Lord, I repent for my ignorance. Sometimes we got to repent for our ignorance. See, I got in some mess, and I got in some mess. I'm going to just reflect on me. Some people say don't use yourself as an example, but the only person I know is me. And I looked at myself, and I say, Lord, I got myself in this. I didn't talk to you. I overlooked some things, but, Lord, I repent. I repent of my decisions. Mm-hmm. See, when when I hear people, see, what don't, it, it don't impress me because you've been in church for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. But if you had the same mass attitude in 1990 mm-hmm. and we in 2017, let me be real for a moment. Mm-hmm. Amen. You you haven't changed. You just got perfect attendance in the church. But the Lord is saying, repent. Yes, Lord. It's a shaking going on in America that the enemy is baffled. The enemy is confused. Pay attention to the weather patterns. Mm-hmm. The enemy is confused like the weather patterns. Mm-hmm. We, we don't have a steady weather. I'm going to help you out with this. I remember coming up. You can kind of expect from October to February is cold. Amen. From March to June is warm. Mm-hmm. From June, well, really, you can count, yeah, from June to September, it's going to be hot for a while. Amen. You know, you, you're going to experience warm days. But the lately, the last 15, 20 years, the weather pattern's been off. See, the Lord said, I'm confusing your enemy. See, the, I'm, I'm out my door. The enemy, you know what in the Bible says, the enemy refer to the enemy as an old serpent. Mm-hmm. A serpent is a snake. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at it, a snake doesn't have sight. A snake is naturally blind. But it, you, it depends on heat to guide him. When a, when a, a snake attacks, it only attacks something that it, it senses the heat off of. Now, the enemy is stowed off. He don't know which way to come. He's confused, just like the weather. But the Lord said, I will bring confusion to your enemy camp. But the Lord is saying, I can't continue to fight for you when you can't repent. When the Lord tells you to repent, it's for a reason. You know, I was growing up, you know, I was growing up, you know, uh, my mother and other uh, aunties, they tell me, tell me the truth. You tell me the truth, I can help you. If if you be where you're supposed to be, you are right. But God say, I can't help you 
when you don't listen to my apostles, my prophets, my evangelists, my pastors, the ministers, all the elders, all the deacons. The Lord said, I can't help you when you can't listen. I can't help you when you don't want to repent. How about you know I I you know I hear so many prayer requests. People say I want I want God to bless me with a new job. Or, I want God to bless my business. Or, I want God to bless my marriage. Or, I want God to, to to bless me to get married. I want God to bless me with a new car, a new truck. I want God to bless. I hear all those and, and those are wonderful prayer requests. I want the Lord to save my son, save my daughter, my grandson, my niece, my nephew. Those are good prayer requests, but have you repented? The Lord said, I, can't, I cannot answer your prayers when you have not repented. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to repent sometimes. Well, Lord, if they didn't do it this way, I would not act like this, but Lord said, so you still got to repent. Mm-hmm. You still have to repent. See, some of y'all are looking for a kingdom experience, and you can get it. But you don't know if tomorrow is going to be your last day. Amen. You don't know at midnight it might have been your last time seeing this earth. Yeah. But the Lord said, repent. Oh, Sabadodo Kosi. You know, leaders worrying about, oh, you you uh, you drink, you you going to hell. If you wear something nice, you are going to hell. When the car look better than the pastor, you going to hell. They they throw so many hell equations at you. But the Lord say, I ask you to repent. Yes, yes, and I receive it in Jesus' name. Yes. Some of y'all need to repent of your bad attitudes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all need to repent how you talk to folks. Well, that's the way I talk. I'm going to tell you all this. Mm-hmm. We better change that real quick. Because, mm-hmm. see, the Lord going to show up like he did in the Old Testament, like Solomon and Gomorrah. But the Lord ain't playing. Mm-hmm. See, some of these churches are going to start catching on fire again. Mm-hmm. And it ain't because of the devil. Mm-hmm. See, Solomon Gomorrah, it destroyed anybody who, who had that spirit on them. See, and that's why some of the churches are burning, burning up because of the spirit of Solomon Gomorrah, that lesbian, that homosexual spirit in the church. So the Lord had to set that church on fire. Do y'all get it? Yeah. Mm. It's going to be some churches set on fire again. Mm. Ain't because of no, no uh, Islamic, uh, Islamic uh, radical groups. It's not gonna be because of a racist group. God gonna be setting stuff on fire if the church is gonna repent. Now, some of y'all, God may show you some things about your leader, but it's not to be shared with no one else. See, when God share you something with, I'm going to give myself an example me. You share that with me. It ain't for you to share with everybody in the church or vice versa. So when the Lord showed me something about you, he said, oh, yeah, Lord, yeah. You know that sister, I thought she was saved, but I see she, she gamble. It ain't to be shared. That's right. 
God pray, God have that assignment on you to pray for. Haya Moso Kabaya. Yes, Lord God. Well, Lord, they say repent. Yes, Lord, I repent. Yes. If, if some of y'all ain't been baptized, get baptized yes. and repent. Mm-hmm. Oh, my feet. Yes, Lord God. Now, I'm going to go to verse 7 in Matthew chapter 3. It says, But when he saw many of the Pharisees and the Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, Brood of vipers who warn you to flee from the wrath to come, therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance. And do not think to say to yourself, we have Abraham as our father. And I'm going to start right here. This is how the church seems like a brood of vipers, the religious church. When I hear people, you know, and I'm not picking on anybody from the Catholic tradition, but they always refer back to the father, which is a human being. They were out and talk to my priest. Now, same way with this. Uh, I've seen some people that God gave a word to. They say, I don't need to receive that word. I'm going to go to my pastor. My pastor have a thought over me. My pastor. My pastor. I ain't listening to you. See, they go back to that because when truth hit them, they want to hide under something that has no protection. Let me say that again. Mm-hmm. You can't hide under me because I can't protect you in your room. Mm-hmm. You can't hide under your doctor, your pastor, your prophet, your apostle when you are in the room. Mm-hmm. So when when John the Baptist and you, you read further in Scripture, when Jesus addressed things, they always say, I'll go back to the law of Moses. Moses is not Moses is not the key for you to go to heaven or hell. There's laws that Moses had, and there's things that Abraham, Abraham was the father of faith. That was it. Abraham, you do scripture here. He was the father of faith. His seeds is still going on today. He has so many heirs and seeds going on today. But when when you hit people with the truth, they want to, I only go to this church. No, you better repent. See, what the Lord is tired of, he's tired of the church that is called by his name. They say they're called by God, but they they putting venom in his church. Mm. See, listen, when John the Baptist dressed him as brood of vipers, they are not helping God's people. They're putting poison in them. They, they are condemning them. The religious church is killing the Christians because they're putting their poison on God's people. They're not bearing fruit. You ever see a snake bear fruit? No. No. Snakes don't bear fruit. Mm-mm. They lay eggs. That's it. And and a, a snake characteristic is to what? It's a strike. 
is to kill, steal, mm-hmm. and destroy. Amen. But what the Lord say, he's, he's, he's chopping the head of the enemy. He's chopping the head of the snake. Mm-hmm. And God is is healing people of the poison that's been injected to the church. Mm-hmm. You know, viper is venomous snake. Yeah. And that's what religious people do. That You know, that's why I'm careful. See, I've never been to the school of the prophets. I know there are some good schools around, but I have to be careful because I'm, start, I'm starting to hear a lot of prophets that check people nasty. That's just God. That's how God used me. It's nowhere in the scripture that Jesus got nasty with anybody. Amen. He turned over the money changers. It's, it's nowhere in the Bible that David got nasty with some people. And the church has some nasty ways. They always strike you like a viper. If you don't get a curse, going to come on you and they strike you. Well, I better get. I don't want to get no curse on me. That's poisoning. If you don't do what they say, all of a sudden you curse. You know, it's amazing that God gives us a free will, but but when we go to church, some of the churches we attend, we don't have a free will. Why is it? It's mighty funny. Them same people don't obey God when God tells them to do something all the time. But then them same people, they don't obey God all the time, and I'm guilty too. But they want to put you on the If you don't obey God, curse is going to fall upon you. The devil is a liar. God gives a free will. Every day you wake up, you have a choice who you're going to serve. But it's amazing you go in these religious churches, all of a sudden you don't have no free will. All of a sudden you feel like you're under the Jim Crow laws. All of a sudden you feel like you are under Jim Jones' ministry. Y'all remember Jim Jones? You feel like a cult. I was, I was, under, I was under some leaders like that. You better go back out. It's the last chance. Well, what about I don't want no red car? I want a black car. Ooh, you know, a curse on because God only a condition of blessing because of that, 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 that red car. Well, I don't want a red car. I can wait. You're going you gonna to curse going to come upon you. Well, Lord, see, this is your husband and wife. Well, I don't like them. They're too fat. They're too skinny. They're too light-skinned. They're too dark. They got cat eyes. They got big eyes. They got nappy hair. They have too short. They have too long. I don't want to marry them. A curse don't come on you. God never told me no food just like that. Mm-hmm. Now, God showed me. God always gave me a permissive will and a perfect will. God said, son, if you go this route, I can bless you, but it's not going to be, you're not going to be as blessed as in my perfect will. So you go your will, you get everything you want. You you can be middle class. You can have the woman that you want or vice versa. If you're a lady, you can have the man that you want. You can have this. You can have this job. But the Lord said, if I get my perfect will, this is the wife or husband I have for you. This is the career. This is the ministry I have for you. The God always showed me that. God never stick me to one thing. God always gave me two choices. It's just like either my will or death. <laughs> you know, it, it, you know, if you continue this, this going to happen. Go this path, this going to happen. So 
all the religious church do is put venom, poison into the church. You know, I'm just being real. I don't care nobody say. If you're a true giver, things are supposed to change in your life. Amen. Things are supposed to change in your life. What would the religious people do? They have all these rules. They have all these programs, but no God. They have poison and affected the whole body of Christ. The body of Christ is not even a whole body. It's just a partial. You got some churches believe there's no prophets. You got some churches believe there's no apostles. You got some churches believe there's no pastor. I've been I visit a church, and they don't call him pastor. They call him brother, but he's the leader. Oh, we don't go by all that. I'm just a brother. And they believe that you go to this certain church that you're going to heaven. And one of the, the, I was, was my ex-in-law's, ex-in-law grandfather, great-great-grandfather, on my ex-wife's side, he really believed that if I didn't attend to a church, Christ church, I was going to hell. Now, I was at the time I was 21, 22. I didn't believe that because I grew up in a Pentecostal church, and you you can't get over me like that. But at the same time, they cut up more than the Catholic people. But what I have learned, the religious people have poison, the body of Christ. They put their poison. But God always seen a John the Baptist. Or he always seen... A Paul, uh, he always seen a David. He always seen someone with the truth. Now all of a sudden, they get offended. But I want everybody to do this: follow God. Now I'm going to verse ten, and even now the axe is laid to the root of the tree. Therefore. Every tree which do not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown in a fire. Mm-hmm. I do baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals, and I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Yeah. His uh, winnowing fan is in his hand. He will truly clean out his threshing floors, gather his wheat in the morn. He will burn up all the chaff with unquenchable fire. And Jesus came to Galilee, the John, to John at the Jordan to baptize by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and are you coming to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to be fulfilling all righteousness. Then he allowed him. When he had baptized Jesus, came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens was open to him. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and a lightning, lightning upon him. So a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am. We are pleased. 
Now, I'm a religious person do not want to go through the things to get to God. They still stuck on the law of Moses. They still bringing up Abraham. Uh-huh. But Jesus went, see, Jesus went through the stages. He fasted. He was baptized. He was he fasted. He went through everything. We're not greater than Jesus. Uh-uh. Why? Well, you know, that's why I want to stay in. We are not greater than Jesus. We have to go through the same process that Jesus went through. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I understand to get saved today, but tomorrow you're a prophet or a bishop or a mm-hmm. pastor. You ain't been through nothing. You ain't been through the stages of life. All of a sudden you, oh, I'm close to Jesus. I, nobody loves me more than Jesus. Only a Jezebel try to get through the rankings quickly. But what I want to tell everybody, stop letting this world, just stop letting these religious people poison you. Healing is still real. Prophecy is still real. People being raised from the dead is still real. God's teaching, preaching, people getting delivered is still real. Religious people don't want to do that because they don't want to lose numbers. But I'm going to tell you one thing. There's going to be some things going to be shaking in America that the chaff of the church, not the wheat, the tear and the chaff, they're going to leave the church. They're going to leave the church because they don't want to go through the process. And the process is they don't want to hear this word, repent. It don't take all that. Repent. I don't need to do all that. It's 2017. Repent. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't have to do all that. I, I've been saved once, saved, always saved. You guys still got to repent. Amen. What I can tell everybody today is repent. Yeah. Repent. Repent. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not not here to tell you. I'm not here to tell you that um, that you're not going to mess up. You're not going to screw up. That's right. But I'm telling you to repent. I'm not condoning your sins. I'm not uplifting your sins, but I'm just telling you to repent. Amen. That's all I'm telling you. I'm not... I'm not telling you yeah. nothing else but to repent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. People quickly say, Lord, forgive me, but they don't want to repent because you know why. You I can, uh, you can tell Lord, Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me. But when I tell you repent, repent means what? To stop. And to turn. If my people that are called by my name will will what? Um, what what they got when you when you repent? Stop. Let me get the scripture. Let me get the scripture. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're gonna go to Second Chronicles. 
7 and 14. Yep. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Uh-huh. Amen. Let me read that for you. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Now I say, I'm reading our New Live Translation. Say, if my people uh-huh. who are called by my name uh-huh. will would say call by my name well humble what did they say mm-hmm. humble what did they say humble humble see you oh, how should I say it's many times when, when you tell somebody like your children say your children get in a fight and they had a and they say it one might say it something they had no business thing. Mm-hmm. and you tell a child, tell your sister or brother you sorry. I'm sorry. Uh-uh, mm-hmm. you don't say that right. I'm sorry, bar bar girl. I'm gonna beat your butt. You better you better say I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, that you, that's believable. But when I hear people, I like God forgive me. I don't be worrying about that because Lord knows, knows my temptation. God knows He gave me this by God gave me this mind. He He know I'm be struggling. Blah 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 blah. But you want God to forgive you, but you don't want to repent. Because you repent means you have to stop. Now, the Bible says, uh, if my people that are called by my what name, well, what? Humble themselves. The first thing you do, you got to humble yourself. Uh-huh. You, you, can't, you can't accept repentance unless you what? Humble yourself. When you humble yourself, you, you, it took time you put some thought in it. You know, I, I, you know, we all been in situations, and we might went off to at some went off on somebody at the store, or went off on our spouse, or went off on our children, went off on the dog or the cat, went off on the fishes. We went off on somebody, went off on a ball, and you humble yourself, say, Lord, I didn't say that right. You know, the Holy Ghost deal with me, say, Son, you didn't say that right. You should have said it like this. Say, Oh, I should have chewed my words carefully. But I had to humble myself. I had to think about it. And I say, oh, Lord, I need to ask them to forgive me. And they say, humble themselves and pray. Now, humble yourself and you pray. See, I had to humble myself and I say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I repent because, Lord, I didn't say that right. Lord, I should have said it like this. Lord, they were trying to explain it to me, but I already had an agenda already. And, and Lord, I almost messed up something that could have benefited me. I almost messed up. Lord, I ask you to forgive me, and if I see him again, if I see him tomorrow, I'm asking him to forgive me. And I about do And then you say, and, and say you seek God's face. You say, Lord, help me, Jesus. Lord, I'm in a bad state. Lord, Lord, I thank you. Because sometimes we go all that it could have cost us something. Lord, forgive me. Lord, I, I could have lost my job, or, or Lord, I could have messed this up. But, Lord, I ask you to have mercy on my soul. Lord, forgive me of my ignorance. Lord, I repent. Lord, Lord, help me with my anger. Lord, help me with my, my desires. Because even though these good desires, but, but Lord, these desires are not good for this place. And and I bago, and then you say, and then what you say, and then you turn from your wicked way. That's when you repent. You say, I got to turn from this. Because if I don't turn from this, the wages of sin is what? Death. So if I don't turn from this, I'm eventually die in my sins. You know, I, I I gave a sermon years ago, 
and and uh, the Holy Ghost showed me about the wages of sin. Now, if it's be honest, you know some of some of us might have life insurance or bury insurance. You know, that's you know we're doing that as a precaution in case something happens. Lord forbid, but we all gonna check up out of here. You know those things, but just but the Bible say the wages of sin is death. So. Say every time you sin, it has a currency. So say you do a little sin, it might be a dollar, a little bigger than, say, okay, I'm going to say a micro sin is a dollar. A small sin is a $5 bill. A nice size sin is $50. Okay, and... And a large sin is a hundred, and a big sin is a thousand. So, say every sin you do, it has currency to it. Currency, and 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 every time you do a sin, you pay it into say, uh, you got your death on layaway. Say you say, oh, you know, you you bragging for child, I got my death on layaway. Yeah, I'm putting my death on layaway. You know, most I can speak of black folks who would put things on layaway. You know, now they don't have layaways. So imagine every time you do a sin, you're paying on your death. Every time, whether it's a little sin or a huge sin, you're paying on your death. And eventually, you paid off your death, and now you're dead. You're gone. So that's what the wages of sin. You keep on. Playing with sin, you're going to end up dying. So sin is part of wickedness. They, my people, that call by my name, will humble themselves. When you humble yourself, you reflect on yourself. Then you pray and you seek your faith. See, when you pray and when you seek God's faith, see, when you seek God's faith, you know you screwed up. And you and turn from your wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and what I will forgive their sins and heal their what land? Yes, no land. You know, a land is you know our, our body's made of dirt. Anything that bothers us, as a part of us, he gonna heal us. Whether it's finance, whether it's relationship problems, whether it's job, whether it's ministry, whether it's people, whether it's this or whether it's that. God will heal your land. Yes, thank you, Jesus. God can heal your land. It, 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 it's nowhere in the Bible to say only can heal land dealing with prosperity. You're having problems in prosperity. He said, I can heal your land. But the problem is nobody wants to what? Repent. They want to play. So I, I encourage everybody to what? Repent. Yes, Repent. Yes. Repent. Don't play. We play. We some of y'all play too much. It's time to repent. Oh. Y'all worrying about something new and different. But how you can get something even different when you can't repent of the mess you created? Some of y'all created, a, say, you created a mess, but you want to move on from your mess, but you don't want to repent. 
so God can heal that mess. We want God to move and to deliver and set us free, but we don't want to repent. Mm-hmm. I had a I, uh, I had a young lady told me. I she's like. If they wouldn't have caught me, I wouldn't have to repent. Oh, Lord. If they would never caught me, she wouldn't have to say I'm sorry. But she still didn't say she's sorry. She was just mad at the other person because they found out. Mm-hmm. Well, I was glad you found out, but I'm mad that you found out. But she's going on with life. Over and over, just going on in life. But she look over. Oh, God understands. And and I'm gonna tell y'all, this don't let the enemy fool y'all with this feminism stuff. I my feminism. No, I don't. I don't object whatever group you want to fall in, but you still gotta repent to God. I'm a Baptist. I'm a Seven day Adventist. I'm a, I'm a Methodist. I'm Lutheran. I'm a Pentecostal. I don't care who you are. I don't care you're Republican, Democrat. But I'm telling you today to repent. Don't repent yes. because of what you think. Repent. Yes. But you don't know when you're going to check up out of here. You don't know people. You know, you you don't know. You know, you know it's amazing. You know, I hear all kind of clear. You got to wait till your sins reach heaven. But guess what? It's people who dying at 20 years old in witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And it's some people 70, 80 years old dying because they was in witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Or they in a foolishness. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what determined because I would think if somebody 70 years old who never served the Lord, they, they should have died quicker than somebody was 20, 21, or 30. Mm. But I don't know, and, I, and it's not for me to know. Mm. I'm asking you to repent so God can hear your way. Yeah. Yes. Well, Lord, I, I got trapped. Well, I don't care you got trapped, tricked, but you did your little dirt too. You still got to repent. Amen. Yeah, for that dirt. Yeah. I don't care, but everybody everybody play a part in something. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Everybody played a part. Mm-hmm. Just repent. You know, I'm reminded when uh, when when God uh, visited the garden and even Adam got caught, they ate of the fruit. Now, the first thing Adam said, this woman that you gave me, this woman you gave me, Lord, it's your fault, Lord, you gave me this woman, but God already gave Adam instructions and told him, don't eat no fruit off that tree. Don't eat it off the tree. Mm Mm-hmm. The Lord is that woman you gave me. 
No, God already gave you instruction. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to repent and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I did eight of the fruit. All he had to, all Adam had to say, say, you know what, Lord, I messed up. Yes, Lord. Uh, you told me not to eat that fruit off the tree. But I ate it. Yeah, I ate it. Mm-hmm. I ate it. You already told me. You know, and some people say, well, how he know that that fruit ain't come off another tree? Mm-mm. First of all, you can't fool God. Nope. And second of all, we you kind of, I'm going to just be real with somebody. Say everybody knows, like I've been in Houston all my life. Uh-huh. So if anybody else come from another city, I say, where are you from? You ain't from Houston. Oh, yeah, I'm from New Orleans. Or I'm from North Carolina. Or I'm from California. You can kind of tell. You can kind of tell because you, you know you've been, you've been in coin in your area. I'm from South America. I'm from Argentina, whatever. You kind of know. Mm-hmm. Who? So I, I, I guarantee you, Adam knew, say, no, nah, that fruit came from that tree. But them, you know, that fruit, uh, that was that tree. Yeah, no, nah, I don't want that fruit. I know where you got that fruit from. That came from that tree over there. Now nah, you can eat it. But see, all he had to do was repent. When you repent, you you ain't blaming nobody. You ain't bringing nobody in your mess. You can just say, Lord, it's me. You know, there's a song, it's me, it's me, oh, Lord, standing in need of prayer. This is me. I'm not coming here with no long, drawn-out prayers. Lord, it's me. And I ask you to forgive me, and I'll repent. Because, Lord, I was foolish. I was foolish for taking that deal. Lord, I was foolish for signing that contract. Lord, I was foolish for doing this. I was foolish, Lord. I ask you to forgive me and I repent. Well, Lord, if you ain't blessed me with this job, I wouldn't got caught up with that. I was just going along with Susan and John. You know, they told me that it's going to bring more money. No, it ain't. All y'all got busted. Y'all, look, you about to go to court if you don't come clean. Look, you, you you shredded some papers, but you ain't shredded everything because it's still on the database. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, just, I'm just today, I'm just saying everybody repent. You know, you don't re- look, I'm not the father. Repent. When you get off this phone or you can repent right now, just repent. Yes, and God give you something, did God give you something to just repent? Say, Lord, I repent. Yes. Stop lying to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like, Lord, I don't know your stuff. Well, Lord, yeah, I told you. I told you, Lord. I told you. Now, you know I'm weak, Lord. I don't know why you buy me in this store. I told you don't brace me with a, with this credit card. And you did it, Lord. You know good and well I don't have no good spending habits. It's your fault, Lord, and you're going to have to foot the bill. Oh, God, what do you even do? we all been tempted. But guess what? Just come clean. I ain't talking about because you had fun and you had a little wine. I ain't talking about that. Don't come and read. I went to a wedding and I had some wine, Lord. Forgive me. No, that's foolish. Ain't no sin to drink no wine. Go on with that because Jesus turned water into wine. And I'm pretty sure Jesus had some wine. People don't turn water into wine. They ain't drink nothing. 
it's just like me. If I got me, if if I got me two packs of Kool Aid, and 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 got me a pitcher of water, and turn that water into some Kool Aid, I'm gonna be the first one to drink me some Kool Aid. So don't even tell me that. <laughs> don't even tell me that. And some of my things that God been dealing with you. God been dealing with you about. I'm not. I'm not uh not here to oh you know well I I wore a, a nice uh, evening dress and I showed some stuff but I guess not much. They talking about that's foolish. Sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta look look, look you know look, look sexy in a modern way. Amen. I show I show my calf muscles. I should not mm-hmm. think about that. I am not talking about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I let my convertible down and let my hair fly out, and you know, some of the things in your life that you need to repent of. Mm-hmm. God has been dealing with you about. Mm-hmm. I follow my. I'm just saying, repent, because you know the wildfires can hit anywhere. That the wildfires hit in California, they can hit North Carolina, they can hit Texas. Wildfires can hit Georgia, they can hit Florida, they can hit, they can hit. Uh, uh, Nebraska, anywhere that's a lot of forest. They can hit Louisiana, Alabama. But I'm actually to repent. We don't know what's going to change. Mm-hmm. But repent. We You can have an earthquake in the middle of Texas, in the middle of North Carolina. Amen. You can have earthquake, but we just repent. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't go lying to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Don't be like Adam, say, Lord, this is one you gave me. Just repent. Take some actions for yourself. Yeah. That's why I like being to myself sometimes, because I can say, no, nah, I did it. And, and when you did it, you can explain why you did it. Now, if you do it with somebody else, they, they probably ain't going to say nothing. You was like, hey, why you ain't saying that? Uh, no, when you do, I think a lot of times you come by yourself, you have more mercy than taking people with you. If you take other people with you, like you get hung worse. Like I went by myself, they probably gave me one day suspension. Now I brought y'all down, and I'm I'm suspended for indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So repent. God is trying to help us all. Okay, I'm not trying mm-hmm. to repent because you you had some wine or a little beer. I ain't worried about that. You just uh, I ain't repent. No repent because you wore a mini skirt uh, to a dinner with you and your husband. Are your fiance? I ain't talking about that. I ain't talking about no fooling. I ain't talking about repent because you won't make up. They ain't, they ain't that sin. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the Bible, when you present yourself before a king, you have to be what made up. You didn't come looking all, all what you want to look like, wearing some overalls and some cowboy boots with some straw as a ponytail. You know, you you came and you make yourself up when you come before a king. Right. You know, um, it, it just, it just, you know, nobody who get married, you make yourself up. I don't care, you're gorgeous, fine, pretty, ugly, you put some makeup on. That just, you present yourself. So I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about repenting things that God been dealing with you to repent. It could be your mouth. It could be sometimes you might go back to some old habits. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you've been doing good, you ain't had this problem. Now all of a sudden these habits, bad habits start creeping in. I'm just saying repent. I'm not saying you know you know we all get tempted. Now we all 
get tempted. But I'm just saying repent. I'm not saying I'm not here to condemn nobody. Just repent. And and, and I'm gonna tell you this, whatever you're struggling with, the spirit of the Lord say, tell somebody that's confident. Have uh uh, uh not confident, uh have uh confidentiality. They they not gonna uh spread your business. That's right. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody. We all need somebody to talk to. You know, uh, it's sometimes I get, I, I have those days, mm-hmm. and sometimes I have to talk to somebody. Yeah. Ooh, you're my, you're a man of God. You go talk to the Lord, man. Get off of that. Sometimes you need to talk to some people older than you. They mm-hmm. got wisdom. That, mm-hmm. If that was the case, if if, if all it, it was that, we we won't have no need, need for human race. We all be in heaven, Lord. I didn't want to talk to you, Lord. Mary getting on my nerves, Lord, and I'm just sick, you know. But we, I, you know, and I thank God for wisdom of elderly people, and I'm not afraid. You know, sometimes I say, look, I need you to pray for me, mm-hmm. and God always lead me. He always leads me to the right person at the right time to discuss mm-hmm. certain things, mm-hmm. you know. Because, um, you know, I thank God for for the elderly, but something. I might need a man advice on. Mm-hmm. You know, same way with women. Some you can't go to a man with you got female female issues in your body. You need to go to a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't tell. You, oh man, I got I got hot flashes. You know, you can go talk to these other women who've been through that. I can't help you. I don't know nothing about no hot flash. I tell you, go take a cold shower or get you some ice or something. Go get you a coke and some I aspirin. I can't help you. You know, I'm going to be funny. I tell you, go get your BC powder, the cold drink, you know. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but we need to talk to somebody who who's secret that, you know, don't be, I'm a strong man. I'm strong. No, get off there. We'll help us to one another. A lot of times I talk to me, I say, Lord, I ain't looking like that. And I say, ooh. Lord, I need some work in this area. Oh, Lord, I ain't. But you, you're getting at someone else's point of view. Because mm-hmm. I, can, I can be stuck on one thing and and 10 things brought up to me and say, Lord, I didn't look at it like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like when your car can't start. Nine times out of 10, you'll think, oh, I need a starter. Mm-hmm. I place the starter. Uh, and they say, oh, it's the battery. You replace the battery. It still don't start. Replace the alternator. Yeah, don't start. Come to find out you just need some new spark plug wires, a new spark plug. Oh, I didn't know. I thought it was the three major things. You know, most times if a car can't start, what we look at? The starter, the alternator, our new battery. Mm-hmm. We never look at when we need new spark plugs, new spark plug wires, or distributor cap, or margin. Uh we 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 just never, you know, it's just so many things. So, um, and that's what I learned. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everybody. Uh, anyone want to give your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord, it's important that you do that. Tomorrow's on promise to you. Next weekend, I promise to you. I encourage everyone to give your life to the Lord. Amen. Anyone want to give your life to the Lord or we dedicate your life to the Lord? Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I need you. I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross. 
Thank you. For my sins. I'll open the door of my life. Of my life. And receive you as Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Thank you. Give me eternal life. Give me Take control. Of the throne of my life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. I just thank God for everybody who gave your life to the Lord or rededicate your life to the Lord. And I encourage everyone to go to a church in your local area and I encourage you to get you the Bible, the South of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I also encourage you to pray with you talking to God. I encourage you to attend Bible study or Sunday school if your church offer that. And I encourage you to stay with the Lord. He got your back more than anybody on this earth. Yes, Amen. I, I give God the glory. I give him the praise. Does anyone have any testimonies or any prayer requests before we come to a close? Uh, I would like for you to pray. This is Mother Mueller. I would like for you to pray that the Lord continues to keep me in my right man. I Amen. know he will, but I still ask for prayer. More prayer. Mother Eula. Yeah. Uh, have you been drinking water like you should? Uh, I, I have been drinking, but I don't drink too much. Okay. The Lord said you need to get back to drinking water. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, um, the, the, and it just, I don't know, he said start drinking more water. All right, because I have been drinking some tea. Yeah, you need water. All right. Because yeah. people don't understand Tea, teas, teas are good. Uh huh. But like tea and coffee, they dehydrate you like soda. Now, That's tea, right. coffee, and soda dehydrate you. Uh-huh. You can drink tea all day long, but it actually it it dehydrates you. Uh huh. So you need water. All right. That's what the Lord say. Drink more water. All right. And and the Lord say, as you drink more water, your skin won't be as dry. As it used to be, your skin gonna be moisture, moisturized. You know, you know. Sometimes, you know, and this is general. When you start putting lotion on you, and you say, "I gotta put lotion on me every four or five hours," because you ain't drinking enough water. Oh. If you have to retail, see, see, people don't understand water. Uh, eighty-five percent of your your blood is water. Mm-hmm. Your water. Uh, it moistens your bones. It protects your bones, cartilage. Your water uh, helps your brain. Your water uh, uh, keeps your skin hydrated. It clears your skin. Right. Then if, uh, spring water. Don't, they don't, you can drink bottled water all day. You don't do nothing because all the chemicals they got in bottled water. Mm-hmm. So get you some spring water. The Lord say uh, drink plenty of water. For every cup of tea you drink, you need to drink double water. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. And 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 the Lord say even this is for everybody. As more you drink more water, you're gonna have a steady bowel movement. Oh, all right. Amen. Amen. I need that. Amen. Hey, Bible. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak a cleansing in her mind. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, you give us favor how to prepare foods that are healthy for us in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, strengthen her body. Lord, I speak to her gut, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord, purify her gut in the name of Jesus. Lord, remove the toxins out of her gut in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord, I speak regular, regular, everything to be regular in her body. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Amen. I receive it in Jesus' Praise God. Praise God. Any testimonies or prayer requests before I come to a close? Where you at? I got, where, where you come from? 
Mm-hmm. But the the Lord wants your children to Him. Y'all seen that dragging them, and you you, you drag you can drag them. All you doing is dragging them back. Mm-hmm. Stop dragging. Them. You know, my dad blessed me. It was years ago. Uh, he gave a testimony, and uh, like my dad used to drink a lot, and my mom used to always ask. Uh, you know, my dad named Larry, too. Like, Larry, you come to church. Uh, nah, I ain't come to church. I just had a couple of beers. Jackson, Larry, you come to church. I don't know. I don't know. He asked him for years. And he said, when he wanted to go to church, my mama stopped asking him. And, it, and he said, when uh, she, my mom didn't ask him no more, he said, and he don't know why it bothered him so much. He just started crying like, why she didn't ask me, Lord? Mm-hmm. And then I think a couple of times he he gave his life to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 you know I'm I'm grateful. So I want to tell everybody with people or children, you can remind them. See, what daughters call me, I see. You know, I always bring up Jesus gonna come out of my mouth. Some way or another, gonna, God gonna come out. But I learn to hand them over. And they know right from wrong. God is blessing them. But right. I learned to give them over to the Lord. Because mm-hmm. they can stress you out. And sometimes children can can bring you to a place that you don't need to be. You know, you, you worry about 30, 40-year-old children and your husband and wife are suffering at home. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to look at your wife or husband. But you rather deal with the children. Don't use your children as a cop out not to mm-hmm. be with your spouse. Uh, not to live. So your children live in their life. Some of y'all got children and they don't even tell you. They Mama, we went to Jamaica. Why you ain't tell? Oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, if you went to Jamaica, Mama, why you ain't saying that? That's a shame. You so selfish, Mama, I could have went with you. No, they do it out. Children are selfish. They do it all the time. They, look, they'll go to the store and pass by your house and go to the store That's and won't right. tell you nothing. That's but right. if you go to the store, Mama, I needed something. And you, I wasn't feeling it. Why you didn't call me? They don't call you. Yes. Just bad. So mm-hmm. we, have, we have to learn to give our children, grandchildren to the Lord. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the pastor ain't got to give no. They mm-hmm. they need to make a decision. After they leave your house, they gotta make make a decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. You don't go in there. You need to get like you're going to hell. The Lord gave me a dream that you're going to hell. No, you don't have to do all that. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all be worried about the dream. Mm-hmm. I'll be telling y'all y'all going to hell, y'all stop talking. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but what what I'm telling y'all, don't don't threaten or punk your children to be with the Lord. Because yeah. mm-hmm. all he's doing it's just like you. Sometimes people bully people to come to Christ. Right. They put all these laws of Moses and these the laws of Abraham on the people, but mm-hmm. they follow the laws, but they don't have no relationship. Mm-hmm. They don't have no relationship with the Lord. They just know the laws. Mm-hmm. It's just like somebody know all the laws of the job. Mm-hmm. But they don't have no relationship with the job. They they just mm-hmm. they feel they like you know like a contract worker. What mm-hmm. a contract worker do? They work for the job, but they really not part of that company. They mm-hmm. just contract to do a job. 
So when mm-hmm. you threaten and punk people and, and bully people to come to the Lord, they, they, it's almost like they feel like an in-law, but they don't have a true relationship. Mm-hmm. So you, I, I don't threaten. You go out of hell. I don't, I don't even deal with I don't tell them. I say, look, you know right from wrong. Now, this is my advice, but you know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and talk or threaten nobody mm-hmm. because all he's going to do is they're going to be slicker. If they're afraid of you, if they're afraid of their parents, all they're going to do, they're going to come to church because they want to hear mama, mouth or daddy, mouth, but they don't have a relationship. They just learn to be slick. But they, don't mm-hmm. wanna, but they never develop a relationship with God. They just learn mm-hmm. how to be slick. Mm-hmm. And then when your child gets 40, 50 years old and say they don't believe in God, it was already in them. Mm-hmm. But they were too scared to to tell you. But they don't want to hear your mouth. And then they wait, you know, I don't believe in God. They've been gone church all their life. It was already in their heart. Mm-hmm. But they've been threatened. Mm-hmm. You don't come to church, I'm going to wake you up out your bed. I don't care you're mad. I'll wake you up. I'll wake him up, too. Now y'all can't mm-hmm. my grandbabies to church. Oh, no. Okay, let me go to church. I want to hear mama, daddy, mom. Uh-huh. Hey. Maybe I'm on the phone, like, oh, come on. I'll find an excuse. Come on, Chair, act up. Say, you got to go boo boo or pee or something. I'm going to pretend I got to take I got a fever. Ain't that a lie? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it, it happens. Tell your children go to another state. Mm-hmm. Don't don't make nobody come to Christ. Don't. And it, it's just a word of wisdom. That's Amen. Right. Don't, don't take offense mm-hmm. to it. It's just a word of wisdom. Amen. Because after a while, they, they know. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, two things going to happen. Mm-hmm. Either going to beat you to the church house and get a light to the Lord for real, or, unfortunately, you know, they uh, they have faced death. Mm-hmm. It's two options. I don't want them to die. They, you don't want them to die. That's a good parent, but they don't want to live for Christ. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just sad. Amen. But Father God, I pray for Mother Son in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray for deliverance to his mind. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, even though he know not right from wrong, but Lord, I ask you to minister to his heart, mm-hmm. minister to his mind. And Father God, protect him from the the things of this world that he watches on TV and what he listens to. But, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we break off those demonic ties that he can make a wise decision about mm-hmm. the things of God. Mm-hmm. Jesus' name. Amen. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's a couple guys at work. They're Masons. They're pretty much. I talk about God, but you know what? And some of them know the Bible better than me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to lose no sleep behind them. I'm Mm-mm. not. Lord. It is, they need an encounter. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Any more testimonies or private questions before we come to a close? Yes, this is Minister Diane. I Just remember, I do have a testimony. Um, about six weeks ago, I asked uh, you, uh, all the group, to pray for my daughter 
and that she was having car problems and and uh, pray for her car and all that. And um, and so I told her that we had prayed for her, and um, and uh, she said, "Oh well, I hope he doesn't get me any um, uh, used car, you know, bad car." And I said, "Well, you know, you have to ask God and tell God what you want." And so she wanted SUV. I said, then you tell God that's what you want. And so um, this weekend, her dad brought her a new car, and it was an SUV. Amen. Yes, I thank you all for prayer. I thank God for hearing her. Uh, It's been kind of rough of the last couple years where she wouldn't listen to me. She's an adult, but I was trying to give her some advice. I know that I'm not going to live forever. And I wanted to make sure that some things that you think you say that you, you forget to say to people that you'll do that and because they'll need that later on. And so that's what I've been doing. And so she, at some point, she was even talking back. Well, all of a sudden, this past this, this year, she turned, started going to church and um, putting in money. She would tell me that she wasn't going to put in the offering in before. Now she's running the church to put in her, her ties and everything. And uh, when, when, when there's different issues, she'll say, oh, got to pray, got to pray. So I thank God for turning things around. You don't push them to be what uh, you want them to be, but just ask God to, to turn around their lives and then give them desire to change and to see what is going on with their lives because that's the same thing we got to do for ourselves. And so I thank you all for your prayer. I really appreciate you all. Amen. 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 And you bless me because you, everybody, you love your children, but sometimes there's a season you got to just step back from them. Mm-hmm. You know, you just and, and it's hard. I ain't going to sit here and lie and say, oh, y'all can't do it. Oh, you can do it. It's hard. Yeah. Because you raise them. You mm-hmm. you nourish them. You, you you know, you love them. You, no, mm-hmm. Nobody here. But God had to teach me that. The, the Lord, you know, the Lord told me, he said, son, if you don't, if you don't let, let your daughters go into my hands, you're going to be crippling them all their lives, and you're going to be right. crippled to them, and they're going to be crippled to you. Mm-hmm. And say these, these, and Lord said, it was like um, went through three or four years with some stuff with, with them. Uh, but they were teenagers, and uh, mm-hmm. it was difficult because, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to say I was everything. You Like, you saw me, you saw them. It's very rare I didn't go nowhere without my daughters at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I'm, I've changed so many diapers that ain't funny. I was up many nights when they were sick. And, you know, they was my children. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a time when they got, both of them, when they got 12, they wanted a different route in life. They wanted to, you know, when you, you're a divorced parent, you know, that was going to go to a parent that's fun mm-hmm. and, Mm-hmm. Uh, the parent that led them, and it was difficult. Uh, but mm-hmm. I thank God I did that. If I yeah. didn't do that now, I've been suffering later. Mm-hmm. And it was hard. I'm not going to sit here and lie. It was difficult. Mm-hmm. Then I had to step back 
You know, I couldn't, oh, what you doing? They treating you wrong. Oh, I had to step back. Because I was yeah. like, I was overbearing. I wasn't bearing. I was overbearing. Over the, come back home. Come back. And I cried. I said, Lord, help them. Yeah. And um, I give God the glory. Amen. 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 Well, I'm going to have to come to a close, but I thank God for everybody that's here. Prophet Larry. 